Welcome to episode 16 of the Lovecraft Tapes, a real play Call of Cthulhu RPG campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are Matt Zielich as Daniel Williams. I love gizzards. Brian Johnson as Samantha Sam Brewster. I don't like tar. George Gallagher as Chuck Lane. I saw Matt kiss a bird once. All right. Well, it's been a whole week since we played, so what's everybody uh, drinking? I have hot tea. I'm drinking Specker Oktoberfest. Matt, are you still nursing that poor, sad root beer? Uh, No, it's been a week, Jeremy. This is obviously a different can. (laughs) Excuse me. Hey, that's enough about your cans, okay? He's frugal. Before we begin uh, tonight's adventure, we do need to take a commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Katie Moore with Yorba Linda Library Services, and I would like to invite you and your family to our monthly book exchange, happening each and every full moon. Whether you're into mystery, romance, biography, or ancient spells, we have something for everyone. How does it work? Easy. Just bring in two books from home, preferably bound in human flesh and inked in baby blood, then choose one book from our extensive collection. Just last month, my girlfriend, Samantha Sam Brewster, traded Shirley Jackson's The Lottery and Margaret Wise Brown's Goodnight Moon for an iron-hinged, anonymously authored tome called The Book of the Underlands. And now she's learning so much about Gaunt's. Now you, too, can risk your sanity while reciting obscure litanies whilst squatting inside a pentacle-scribed circle of salt. But only if you have a library card. Don't have one yet? Visit us today and join us. Join us. Join us. And we're back. Matt, what happened last week? Well, um, last week after running into Consuela, the crazy old Mexican woman who stuffed our FBI agent friend into her basket full of tar, we uh, attempted to chase her down, only to realize that her movement speed far exceeds our movement speeds. So she kind of disappeared off into a park. We retreated a bit and decided that Jean St. Jane is kind of at the center of all of this. So we formulated a plan to get into her place to see if we can figure out what the heck was happening here. We got up to her house and uh, no one was there. So we decided to um, peek over the wall via ladder. So me and Chuck went to grab a ladder and Sam had a fun encounter with a couple of large German dogs who were then whistled back into the house. Uh, Upon coming back, we set up our ladder. Uh, I peeked over the wall only to see nothing but trees. And then we made the decision that I was going to um, hop the wall and uh, crawl through the forest and get right up next to the, the tree line hop up in a tree and uh, sit and wait and see what happens. And at the close, uh, Jean St. Jane was wearing something very sheer and there's not much left to the imagination. Sam saw an old Mexican woman frog hybrid jump over her car and uh, Chuck heard shuffling. Chuck snuck off to the casino when no one was looking. Every day he's shuffling. All right. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Uh, So now we continue. Chapter two, Dark Angelus. Sam, let's start with you. That sounds... Pretty simple. So uh, a weird-looking creature that seemed to resemble Consuela, the Mexican lady at the La Brea Tar Pits, leapt over your car. I slam on the brakes immediately and look at the direction where it leapt over. 
And it appeared to be going further down the canyon, maybe further down the road. So it's on the road or it's jumping over my car down the canyon? Yes, over your car oh, down the canyon. Shit. I'm going to find a spot to turn around and head back. Okay. Chuck. Phil. You were staring into the distance as some shuffling sound was coming toward you. Yeah. Further up the canyon road. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, it's a shuffling sound on a road, so I... Approaching you. I don't necessarily instantly fear it. Okay. So I shall continue to stand and stare in the distance. You stand and stare, and in the dim moonlight, you see a wild coyote catch sight of you, sit down in the middle of the road, and start wagging its tail. I think the only option is for me to sit down and wag my tail. (laughs) True love. And then uh, the coyote leans his head up towards the sky and yells. Daniel, you hear the faraway sound of a lonesome coyote. Kind of reminds me of Green Grove a little bit. Fond memories, good times. And then Jean St. Jane looks away from you and leans her head up towards the sky and returns the call. (laughs) And then she goes back in to the house and shuts the door. So she's a coyote whisperer in her spare time? Not whisperer, she's just a coyote. Oh, or she's communing with all the animals so she knows what everything that's happening around her estate. I think coyote's more reasonable. Well, I'm going to hop <clears throat> up into the closest tree that allows me to have a, a decent view of the house, and uh, I'm going to get settled because I might be there for a while. All right, so you go to leap up into a tree, and you hear the front door open, and two dogs come out. Ha, I've prepared for this very moment. <laughs> And they're sniffing around and sort of heading in your general direction. I'm going to wait until they get a little bit closer, and then I'm going to uh, lean out and dump the bag of sleeping gizzards onto the ground. And because last week Chuck rolled so nicely with his luck roll, the dogs immediately tear into the gizzards and mow down on them. So Chuck, the coyote, having received its response, turns and trots back into the night. That's right, bitch. And you see <laughs> some uh, this you see a car coming back up the canyon road from the other direction. I'm assuming if it's night and I just see headlights, I don't recognize it. Uh, it's still uh, about a half mile away, but it's coming back up towards you from the Well, I'll just the slip behind a tree just in case. Oh, there are no trees, are there? Not really, no. Uh, I mean, if it's just a car, I could probably just lay on the ground and get away with that. In the ditch? Well, it isn't too much further. You see it's starting to slow as it approaches the wall and gate, and you can clearly see it's your car. Okay, good. Then I will approach it. You want some candy, little kid? Yeah. (laughs) Sir, I just saw the strangest thing. I thought it was a weird night up till now, but something resembling that old woman and between her and a frog just jumped over the car and headed down into the city. There's something Something very strange going on here. a woman and a frog. Between the old woman that took the agent. And a frog. And a frog. A frog. Okay, a toad. Sorry, I didn't want to say toad because it'd be embarrassing and, you know. (laughs) Oh, okay, a toad. That's much more easy. Oh, okay. (laughs) We, I think we need to warn Danny. I don't think this is safe. I think something's going to go down. Have you Uh, seen anything strange? No. Did you bring the lighter I asked you to bring? I did not even make it to the bottom of the ravine of the to the city. At I the thought this was urgent enough for me to come back and warn you guys what I saw. Well, we have no way to communicate with him without the lighter. Hey, Danny! <laughs> <laughs> 
At this stage, you do, you do hear some sharp yelping coming from a distance inside the uh, compound. How much did you give him, sir? Did you accidentally mix up the caffeine pills and the sleeping pills again, Chuck? <laughs> I was cocaine, I'm sorry. So that's what uh, Chuck and uh, Sam hear. I just wanted to warn you, I wasn't far enough away to where it mattered. I can continue on and go back and get the stuff we need. So we don't really have a direct line of sight to to Dan. Okay. No, at this stage, definitely not. But put a, okay, put can a I got on the map, Jeremy, where you where he's at? Just so. Well, we I mean, it's where the arrow ends. I would assume. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but we still have the ladder, so I can climb the ladder and look over the wall and see if I see the dogs or anything else that seems to be going awry. So that's what I'll do. I'll climb up in the ladder and look around and see if I can see either the dogs or his dismembered corpse. And where's the, where are you gonna put the ladder? Is it still wherever in the same we spot? are? Yeah, wherever we are is fine. Uh, you cannot see anything for the forest. For the okay, tree. now how about, I know approximately where he's going, which is the direction of the house. Mm-hmm. And I hear the dogs still and sort of know the general area they're in? It sounds like they're up towards the house. Okay, fair enough. Well, and, all I can and, really do is trust in him. I'm well, I'm way too big to chase after him. I'm I'm big and slow, so I can't really and old. do much to get old. You old think to dick. <laughs> how old are you? How <laughs> <laughs> so Dad. I think the rest I think I I don't think there's much I can really do. So I'm gonna send Sam back to continue her mission because I don't know what to do with the frog information. Not that it's invalid, but I just don't have any actions to take for that. And just hope that Dan has at least one leg left. Maybe he can hobble back. <laughs> All right. Let's switch back to Daniel real quick. So Dan, the dogs, you know, obviously just tear into the gizzards. It seems like they sense something is up because they look straight up at you in the tree and start yelping. I'm just going to stay really still and hope that their vision is based on movement. <laughs> They're like T-Rexes, right? And the front door opens again. Jean St. Jane steps out and she's looking at the dogs and she sees them looking up at the tree and she immediately goes in, shuts the door, locks it, and then runs back to the other building that you see on your map. Oh, boy. She seems to be running very fast. Would you say her movement speed is 10? (laughs) (laughs) No, I would not say it was 10. Would you say there's another building on the map? Because I don't see one. That's true. I'm the only one with the actual (sighs) map right now. Are the dogs still yipping at me, or do they look like they're kind of starting to... They look like they might be starting to get a little groggy. I want to attempt to see if I can't cross trees here. Like, you know, go out on one limb and maybe walk back onto another one farther back just in case she comes back. Sure, you can go back, let's say, one tree. You're not a monkey. Unless you want to give me a roll. I'm technically evolved from a uh, a common ancestor, so... Up up to you. You can give me as many rolls as you want. Let's say there's... You would have to do it maybe 15 times to get back to where the ladder is. Um, I'm just going to stick with one for now and wait and see if the dogs fall asleep. Back to Chuck and Sam. I'm going to get back in the car, stay in the car, turn around and head back down. Go get the walkie-talkies and the and the lighter. Okay. And Chuck? I'm going to continue to supervise. He's got a cape and everything. All right, Daniel, it sounds like you're a one-man show, buddy. How do you feel about that? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to pull the binoculars up from around my neck and uh, peer back towards the direction I saw her running. Okay. Well, you can clearly see that she, she's heading into... 
that building. Since I have uh, the binoculars, could I possibly pick out any greater detail as to what's going on or? Uh, it just appears to be the, you know, she just basically enters that building, which you know what it is. It's on the map. Mm-hmm. And she closes the door behind. That's what you see. Uh, I'm going to pull out my lighter, hope that Chuck is looking, and I'm going to blink out. Um, of existence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the shortest possible way to say this because it's Morse code. Uh, Help. <laughs> I'm going to blink out um, in and then second and then BLDG for building. See if he can't understand that. Okay, so at this point, we're assuming that Chuck is at the top of the ladder, looking over the wall. Yep. That's, that's what supervising means? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought yeah. it was assumed because I'd been left there in the last action. Okay. So you see a lighter that uh, you clearly are able to make out that he says second building. Second building? Uh-huh. This, you, you said a minute ago that Matt saw this map. Is that a map that he has that we don't have? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. I have the actual map of the property. All right. Is that the, the whole message he portrays to us? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to advance, if we're looking at the the map you've given me, I'm going to go north along the wall. And actually, so north along the wall, if I could draw just a bit more, there really is no north. Okay. Um, So it it kind of ends, so this whole section over here. So this is all kind of like mountain top. Okay. And and the the canyon road actually goes like, woo, and then all the way back down the mountain. Okay. So there is no traveling north unless you're going to go mountain climbing. Hmm. It's pretty well protected compound. All right, I don't have an action to take at the moment. I'll have to keep thinking. Okay, so second. Well, it won't take too long. So Sam, yeah, you're driving down. You get about halfway. Now it's a bunny. Uh, no, it's the creature again. Oh Jesus Christ! And I'm actually going to show you what this creature looks like. Oh my God, baby Jesus! I love the being able to only show one person something. Oh. So that's that's what you see standing in, or squatting, I should say, in the middle of the road. And how do I see a resemblance between the two? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look closely, uh-huh. the mouth was the basket. Like, uh... Chuck, you're standing at the top of the ladder, and you hear wings, familiar wing beats coming from above. Daniel, the dogs collapse. They are clearly in deep slumber heavily medicated Uh, i'm going to drop out of the tree and book it back towards the ladder okay as soon as you hit the ground you hear something shambling toward you from the direction of the building oh good grief it's not another coyote is it (laughs) well i'm gonna i'm gonna show it to you (laughs) oh boy you may not like this but I'm still after going to show it to you. Uh, that's definitely like a coyote in some sort of sense of the word. Not really. No, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a um, oh boy, a very tall creature that is, looks slightly deformed, humanoid with large, cloven, I guess, clawed feet, and really long claws. Uh, um, this is a dimensional shambler, and. I need you to roll sanity. Oh, boy. And please don't roll high. You I need to. 100% of post rolls have been successful. You need a 50 or below, and you rolled a 79. Did not uh, go well. So now I'm going to need you to roll a D10. Ha. Okay. All right. You take one sanity point, but you are still pretty shaken. Mm. Oh, no, it's a blob. <laughs> A-space R, A-space R. Daniel, you cry out in terror 
Holy fucking shit, what the hell is that thing? Didn't really sound like terror. Sound like anger. This uh, looks very familiar to you because a sudden repressed memory surfaces from your time back in Berlin when you were tracking Hitler. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Mm -hmm. And you realize that you have encountered a dimensional shambler once upon a time, and you know that their claws are deadly. And you drop your lighter and run. All right, back to... Chuck. So, I suppose I never actually made a decision as far as what to do, so I guess I would still be sitting on top of the ladder? Yes, that's correct. That's what you're doing, and you hear wing beats. Ah, right. Approaching from above. I'm going to get off the ladder, and I'm going to try and sort of place it on top of me as sort of a shield. All right. Can I see them? Uh, You can now, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me a dex roll? That's okay. Wing beats is just a new division of beats by Dre. Wireless headphones. There we go. All right, you need a 40 and you got a 13, so that's a success. Uh, Yeah, you managed to scramble down the ladder and pull it on top of you just as the familiar figure of a night gaunt. I will pull my uh, 357 Magnum. Okay, so what we're going to do now is go into combat mode. And I, I'm sorry, I, I don't actually want to attack unless it's necessary. Sure, well, it, just the very act of pulling a gun. Okay. Uh, it's going to be basically who, who has the better decks. Okay. That's what it boils down to. Okay, what is your decks? Uh, 40. 40, nice. These guys have 65, so they beat you by a little bit because they're flying. A giant creature, basically gargoyle-like flies down, just slams into your uh, ladder on top of you. That's and right, the ladder worked. That's right, the well, ladder blocked the first blow, and he basically rips the ladder and throws it away from you. I need and that then, ladder check. And then he uh, is getting ready to go at you with his claws, and now it's your turn. All right, Pop a I cap will. in his ass. Pop a cap in his ass. Cap, cap, cap. Roll for roll cap for popping. All right. Roll for ass aiming. So go ahead and roll, <laughs> I guess, firearms, right? Yep. Okay, and how many shots do you get on that puppy? Six. Okay, so you can unload the gun if you want. First shot shot missed, second shot hit. Uh, So go ahead and roll me some damage on that puppy. Oh, damage five. Okay, nice. 357 Magnum. Okay, it it blows a hole in its shoulder. He kind of rears back, but he's still quite alive. Okay, I guess let's go for the big guns. I have a 12 gauge. 357 is your hand, so you will lose your your initiative. It'll be history. I say use up your shots. Yeah, dude, take your other four shots. All right. Third shot is a miss. Fourth shot is a hit. I think there were two misses in there. I think yeah, that fifth shot was a hit. I rolled shot. a little quick there. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I see 20, 20 and 11. That's a success, right? Yeah, that was the fifth shot. There was a, a one more missed in there that you didn't catch. Gotcha. So we've had, we've got that was five on the six there. All right. So that, that one's a, a 10. Yeah. yeah. You take its head off. Oh. It's brain splatter everywhere, and the body lands on top of you. Oh, dear penthouse. Sam. <laughs> Sam, let's go to you. No, no. The toad mm-hmm. creature is right in the middle of the road. And I'm still moving? For, for bonus Correct. Oh, yeah. Yep. You I, can see it's about... I put my foot away. on that fucking pedal as hard as I can and plow it over. This isn't Grand okay. Theft Auto. It is Why now. don't you give me a drive roll, Alan? You're going to need a really good successor. Oh, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah, this ought to be great. I drink a mana potion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow, you needed a 20 and you got a 19. So that's, I would say for you, that's a really good roll. You collide with it and it goes flying over the cliffside. Yes. And it's good for the extra two points. 
and you slam on the brakes and and dust goes dust yep. cloud chases behind Dirt you road, of course mm-hmm. and sam yes you hear wing beats by Dre? By Dre. I was going to say, did you hear salsa music when she hit the Mexican woman? Daniel. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to keep running towards the wall as, as fast as I can and try and keep as far ahead of that thing as I can. Well, let's see what its move is, shall we? I'm hoping it's not very much because it's a fairly large creature. What's your move? Eight. You outdistance it. Oh, you reach the God. ladder. Well, where the ladder would be, but it's 15 feet up. No, it's on top of Chuck. (laughs) I'm going to uh, jump up and down and go, Chuck, ladder, now, help, chase, big thing. Oh, even, lady. (laughs) So, so Chuck, you hear Daniel frantically calling from the other side of the wall. Please use more words. (laughs) (laughs) I will get up and put the ladder over and get on top and try to get his attention. All right, so let's do this. Uh, What's your dexterity, Daniel? Uh, 60. Okay, 60. Uh, he is at a 55, so you've got him beat. Chuck, tell me how you do this logistically. I will stand up, and I will grab the ladder. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, the ladder was thrown. I guess I should go retrieve the ladder. Uh-huh. And then put it up against the wall. And then what? Climb it. Uh-huh. And then start, I don't want to scream, but sort of a quiet scream. Uh-huh. Sorry, am I missing something? Yeah, how are you getting Daniel up here? Well, first I got to get his attention. Is he nearby at least? Oh, yeah, he's right there at the base of the wall. Oh, okay. the wall okay. and telling you to give Sorry, me the damn ladder. Then I will get off the ladder and I will just literally just throw it right over the wall. Okay. The oh, ladder yeah. comes flying over. Daniel, this thing is closing on you fast. I'm, I'm going to need you to do a dex roll oh, or, or it's going to be at you. Do you have any gizzards left, Dan? Gizzards are gone. And your dex roll is success. So... You scramble up the ladder just as it tears the ladder out from underneath your feet and you hurl yourself over the wall onto Chuck. Roll for impalement. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, thanks for the catch, boss. You're not going to believe this, but there was uh, uh, she came out after the, the dog started barking after they ate the gizzards and she, she ran to some weird uh, back building on the lot. And um, as soon as the dogs fell asleep, I dropped and started to run and I looked behind me and there's, there was a, uh, well, it's a big hairy thing, long claws, slightly deformed, big claws feet. Um, I, I've seen it before. I've seen it before. It showed up in Berlin when I was tracking Hitler and i believe they called it a dimensional shifter if memory serves and um you probably want to stay away because its claws are are very very deadly so just to clarify this she didn't transform into this she unleashed i have no idea if she transformed into it or not all i know is i dropped from my tree and that thing was coming up towards me so i did not stop to ask it uh personal questions did you see her after it I saw her go into some back building on her lot. Wait, after it appeared, you did not see her again? No. Although I have a feeling this might be what she had summoned at the Church of Night that one night. George, night. check your journal. I never get special things. This is cool. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to need you to roll for sanity as this God, thing appears over the wall. Ruin everything. All right. Sanity roll was a success, so you have no problem with this thing. <laughs> oh, that looks good. I see that him looks... every day. I did it, girl. It looks like. But it is now clambering over the wall towards you. 
Over the wall? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Dan's grabbed his shotgun. Things are going to get interesting. I see him reach for his shotgun. I'm going to pull out my Colt as well and cock it back and get ready to... Uh, That's the most powerful thing some, you got is a Colt. Some, it's my Colt 45 auto 45 I have from the army. pretty powerful. Yeah. I think it's 1d10 plus 2 damage. If it's good enough for Billy D. And I get seven shots in a, in a mag. So. All right. Let's go back to Sam real quick. Sam, approaching wing beats. Familiar wing beats. Oh. I make sure the windows are rolled up, and I uh, I zip the car around and head back up towards the house as fast as I can. Okay. Uh, give me a drive roll. No. Thanks for asking. Can you do it twice? I can not do it twice. All right. You did oh. 20, you got a 34. So you're about halfway back, and you hear a loud thump on the roof of the car, and a claw comes bursting through the driver's side window. And starts tickling you. Tickling me? And you lose control and plunge the car over the canyon. No. Well, it was nice knowing you. Katie. So have you rolled a backup character lately? Chuck Chuck and Dan. All right, Dan, let's do this. So I think we've established that you guys have the better deck, so you're you're able to have one round of fun times. <laughs> what uh, what's the fire rate on your shotgun? I actually don't know how this goes. I have two rounds, but it also says two attacks. Uh, yep, two. So two attacks should be just two attacks per round. How about you, Matt? I only get one attack, but I have okay. seven shots in my mag, so I wouldn't have to reload for a while. So you get you can get one shot off. So uh, the first shot from George. Uh, goes astray, and oh, and now we got uh, ooh, nice shot. I was in the army; they That's did right. train me for this. So the Colt forty-five hits, uh, and that is what five points of damage. Yep. Okay, and I think George, you have a second shot. Ooh, that didn't work out so well. So two shotgun blasts go astray. You shot Danny. <laughs> you shot Danny. <laughs> so th- this uh, dimensional shambler comes straight up to you and. Attempt to hit. Oh, look, you rolled a 100. Looks like you missed. Right? Oopsies. Can attach with both four claws at once at the same dex rank. Ooh. I'm just glad that I have my backup character just about ready to go. <laughs> I'll be rolling one tomorrow. <laughs> and everyone dies in a murderous heap at the end. <laughs> the dimensional shambler is going to swing a clawed hand at Daniel. That would make sense. He's the first one. Oh, boy. He forgot to take the pillows off of his claws, and it just feels like a light tap on the shoulder. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say the uh, Dimensional Shamber takes two swings and misses with both of his claws on Dan. So back to... Like a butterfly sting like a bee. Who's got the better decks? I do. Yeah. Matt does. I do. I have 60. Chuck has 40. All right, go go ahead, Daniel. You got your second second try here. And that was a success. Seven Seven points of damage. All right, you shoot and uh, take out one of its eyes, one of its bulbous, disgusting eyes. See you later, punk. And George. Oh, fucker. Oh, you missed by one. That sucks ass. And you hit with six points of damage. Nice. Really? And six? It's two D12s, and I got six. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was six, five, 11, and what was your first one? A five. Uh, that'd be 16 points of damage. Believe it or not, this thing is still up and running. Jeez. So it's going to take another back swing at Chuck. Float like a butterfly, Chuck. Float like a butterfly. And misses, uh, but it connects with Daniel. Oh, oh, fuck me. Daniel. Daniel. You the, in the bottom of the ravine. <laughs> you're you're going to take a bunch of damage here. Uh, and by a bunch, you mean like two, right? So, yeah, because we right? don't have much hit points in this game. I know. 
Well, you're, you're also fighting interdimensional monsters, so. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> your so, sure we can't just talk it over? No, let's see. You take six points of damage. Oh, fuck. That puts me down to five hit points. Nice yeah, knowing you, Dan. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Oh, I don't boy. have to pay you for the past two weeks. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Chuck. I'm trying to save your life. And, yeah. Uh, but not yours. Daniel, it's your, your I'm going to uh, stand back up, pull Sally back up, aim down the sights, and uh, hit that motherfucker for all I got. Which and is six. Pull a bullet right through his brain. He topples over dead. Nice. Hey, I can finally be a doctor. And then? 16 episodes, and I haven't been able to use my medical skills. <laughs> and then he shimmers and disappears. All right, Dan, I know you're hurting, but go chase after him. <laughs> and I'm going to sit there and concentrate for a minute and then shimmer and disappear. That's right. <laughs> You know what to do. <laughs> and, and about this time, you guys hear a rending crash from further down the canyon. Bye, guys. That's probably bad. Love you. Uh, uh, where's Sam at? Can I, I mean, sorry, how, how bad a shape is Dan in? Like, just, can he move or should I'm, we bandage him? Uh, he's pretty bad. What's your, okay. what's your maximum hit points? Uh, 13, and I'm at 5. So he's pretty bad, so, but uh, it's not something you're going to be able to take care of right away, unfortunately. Even with... Well, with, uh, what do I got? I have 70 medicine. Can I even do like a splint or something to help the situation? Try psychology, George. <laughs> and how does this wound make you feel? I'm so sorry. You're going to die. How do you feel about that? Nope. Your Medicare did not kick in. So sorry. <laughs> Obamacare, maybe, if you take maybe. one more hit point. <laughs> I'm going to look over at Chuck and be like, where's Sam? Uh, she's probably the screaming car you just heard drive off the cliff. <laughs> Uh, but don't worry about her. I mean, you know, everyone has those days. Roll for a Hollywood stuntman? Oh, uh, crap. We should probably um, go see what that was. Yeah, are you able to get that far? I will okay. do my best. Hobble. Hobble as fast as you can. So we'll head yeah, down the mountain. You guys trot down the canyon road. As you approach what appears to be a car that's run into the canyon and maybe dropped 15 feet into uh, the side of the ravine. From behind the car appears another night gaunt. Fucking shit, bitch. Reload, boys. Uh, I'm taking the AK out this time, boys. You you can see at this point that Sam is unconscious behind the wheel. Looks like she has a nice little gash in her head. Not the time to take a nap. I five five bullets left. All right, well, um, I have 30 rounds from my AK. Don't know how that's supposed to go down. While he's pulling out his AK, I'm going to uh, aim down sights and knock that fucker flat on his face. First shot hits. You, you basically shred one of his wings. He appears to be very pissed off about this. And Chuck? I, mean, do you, or, I don't really know how to tackle the 30 ammo. That just means you can shoot 30 times before you have to take an action to reload. I know, it's just 30. 30 rolls is going to be excessive. How many attacks do you get with it, though? Yeah, it should say attacks as well. should say, like, times two or something like that. Mine's three, so I can do three in one round. That's just frustrating, because how can it, like, an AK-47 should not have the same stat as a, a shotgun, a pump shotgun. Does it say two? Yeah. So you get two two bullets per round, and each round is, like, what, a second? Uh, six seconds. Six seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like, a shot yeah. from AK shouldn't be every three seconds. Now that's I mean, the rules. It is what it is. It's just yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So honestly, it's it's less worth it for me to even do that. So how many did we say? Was that supposed to be two? It looked like it went through as three. Okay. So the first two that you rolled. Well, yeah. We got a one though. Oh, one's critical. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So six. So okay. So six points, and you had what? How many, uh, Matt? Five? Uh, five, yeah. yeah. So we're up five. to 11 right. total. So we're at 11 right now. Plus whatever special happens with a one roll. George, you are kicking ass with those ones. 
Uh, yep. So he he basically is ground to dust. Nice. But nice shooting, boss. Damn right. Next time you try to think about <laughs> fucking with me, remember that. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, Looking down the uh, the side of the uh, canyon ravine, do I see any possible like easy way down to the car? It's sort of a ravine road, so kind of mm-hmm. just like down a little ways. I'm going to approach the driver's side window, shake her, see if she's awake. <laughs> Sam, you okay Move me there? a lot. I have a head injury. <laughs> well, we, this is the 50s. We don't know that. That's true. Point. Shake her neck violently. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole line of people waiting to smack me. <laughs> uh, so she she comes to immediately upon you shaking her. Uh, so Sam, you you've taken uh, two points of damage. No gash in your head. What the hell's happened? Where is it? Oh, the flying thing. Um, me and the boss ground that fucker to dust using our our guns. He is oh, uh, no more. What the hell is going on? I think Jean St. Jane has a few questions to answer. Are you going to ask those questions? Um, I sure as hell am not. Well, after the giant dimensional monster she sent after me. The what? Oh, um, I was I was chased by a overly sized monster Hamster. thing. Don't worry about it. It's dead. Okay. Although that um, might explain the, uh, the gash I have on me. What, what, are, what are we going to do now? What's, what's our next step? Well, we probably want to get you out of this car. I think our only option is kill. Head back. Jean St. Jean. Look, you, you um, kill an actress? I saw no. her head into a secondary building on the back of her property, and that's when all of this weird stuff started. So You know what, dudes, bros, and girl? That thing tried <laughs> to kill us. Let's just freaking storm in there, shoot her dogs in the head. How do we get in? The gate's shut. It's a gate. We climb a gate. Okay, I'm 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 with you guys. Climb the gate, shoot the dogs in the face, get into the They're back. They're probably sleeping, aren't they? Yeah, the, dogs did, did are, your... the dogs were out cold. Oh, that's right. Okay. So we don't have to. We still could if we want to. <laughs> don't have to shoot them in the face. Find the dogs where they're asleep and you'll shoot them in the face. <laughs> that's right. Well there, Michael Dick. All right, let's They're do this. Let's plan. do it. Do let's, right. let's storm in. We're going to have fun storm in the castle. So I've shared out a map to everybody now. Should be here. Oh, you mean the map that I already had? Oh, oh, oh shit. Here's what happens. So you guys start hiking back up towards the uh, compound. Probably you're a couple hundred yards away, and you see the front gate open, and a car pull out and head away from you down the canyon road. And you see the uh, the gate has been left open. Let's go. Let's see what Do we you, can find out. Best. Go uh-huh. hold it open. Brophy is probably somewhere on this property, if my gut feeling is correct. We want to storm on in there. The dogs are still out cold. Let's do it. Let's go. Go, 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 go. No second thoughts. All right. You storm into the compound, and sure enough, the dogs are still out cold. Told you. To the stable. Let's go. Where did you see them at? Where's that building at? Back this way, and I'm going to lead them around the back side of the house towards the stable. Do I smell horses? Sorry. I got nervous. (laughs) Hey, that's my line. All right, so you storm towards the uh, stables, and you can see the stable doors have been left wide open, and there's light shining out. All right, boys, draw your guns. Things could get sketchy. I'm going to reload. I'm going to draw my gun. gun. I don't care about you. I pull out my 22. I pull out my 23 because I'm better. I'm pulling out my 45, which is more than double a 22, so I'm twice as good off. All right, so you guys enter the stable, yep. and you immediately see three people chained up. It's that kind of stable, huh? Uh-oh. German dungeon porn right here in Los Angeles. Yeah, boy. All right, I'm going to show you the picture first, and then I'm going to need some sanity rolls. Oh, that looks good. Oh. Isn't that good? The one in the back's kind of Oh, hot. hey, it's, uh, it's Miss Wider. Or so Mary. sanity rolls all around, please. 
It is Miss Narrower. Since all three of you see. Looks like we made it. So I needed a 49 or lower, and I rolled a 10. Nice. Oh, Samantha. I don't know what Samantha I did not save. He did. So, Sam, uh, I'm going to need you to roll a D4, please. Ooh. Ooh that's going to hurt. Yeah, you take four points of sanity. You drop to your knees. You're frozen. You can't speak. You drop your gun to the ground. Leave it to the woman. Chuck, you recognize the middle-aged lady who is taken by the night gaunts. Sarah Narrower. You got it. She's the obviously the young lady chained to the uh, roof of the stables, along with two people who have been drained of their youthfulness. Holy you shit. kill people. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gave everyone the uh, the jitters. They've been manacled to the roof, and uh, as soon as Sarah sees you, she just starts crying. Please, God, no! Don't don't let her get us. What's in it for us? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel, since you made your sanity roll, you you can clearly see that this was some sort of workshop. You can see there's like an incense brazier, various small vials, containers, and it looks like there was maybe something that was sitting, uh, maybe like a little statuette or something, but it's gone. You can see a clearing in the dust with with some clawed feet uh, imprinted in the dust, and it appears to be a workshop of some sort that was quickly cleaned out and deconstructed and abandoned. You know, I'm more and more feeling that that was Jean driving away. Yeah, Reasonable assumption from her own home, yeah. Obviously, she was doing something out here. I mean, whatever it was, is probably I mean, the people not aren't blind. We could probably ask them. Those yeah, are the two people that, that are that are look like they've been drained, or are they just drained? Well, you you are frozen, so okay. you can't. You're you're, hey, actually, gonna you're actually starting to drool onto the ground. Sarah, I have forty four out of fifty. I'm not that bad. Chuck, you don't find a key to the manacles any place. There are plenty of implements there in the stables. You could probably take use your AK-47. That's kind of what I was thinking, but all right, we'll use implements. Daniel, you suddenly hear a sickly, crackling, familiar noise from behind you. Consuela. And in the back of your mind, you hear, Can anyone hear me? And there is a shimmer of light, and then out steps in the entryway to the stables. A sickly, dripping, semi-solid, vaporous slime that warps with alien energies. It bubbles, it simmers, it melts, it coalesces, and then it staggers toward you. I'm going to whip out my cell phone and call the Ghostbusters. I'm going to need sanity roll from Dan first, please. Woo! 99! That is what we call a fumble... But I believe because your sanity roll is under 50, then we don't need to worry too much about that. It needs to be 100 as a fumble. So I need you to roll a d8, and you take five sanity hits. And if you recall, five is the threshold for potentially bad news. So at this point, we're going to say, Daniel, your mind blanks, and you are blind and deaf. (gasps) Well, that's just lovely. Chuck, you here. Hey, guys. From behind you as you're disassembling one of the manacles. And you see a shimmer of light, obviously, from behind you. You see Sarah's eyes widen. Make her roll. Maybe I already did. I mean, knowing what I know, I would obviously not turn around. But it, it would not make sense for me. <laughs> and the to not turn. Right. <laughs> so I'll turn around and get blind. 
All right, you see the same picture there of uh, Sam Brophy returning from extra-dimensional goo, and I'm going to need you to make a sanity roll. Okay, unlike Matt, I will actually pass this. Nice. No, Unfortunately, won't. didn't. So now I need you to roll oh, a D8. Guys, this is where we all die. And you what take two points of sanity. Nice. So you're actually okay. And this thing stumbles past Sam, who has fallen to her knees. He's like he doesn't even see her. And he goes to give you a hug. What's your dex? 40. He has a 50, so he's going to hug you. Uh, and you take... Is this a friendship hug? It is. It's going to heal him by 20 points. You take four points of damage, and your skin is burning, and he has you hugged. Helen Keller Simulator 2016. And you have no weapons drawn, and it'll probably be really hard to get them drawn unless you make a dex roll. What if I poke his eyes? Why are you wanna? Oh, you know what's not hard for me to draw is the pocket knife I have. Nice. I like it. Stab him in the thigh. Go for it. Oh, okay. Switchblade. Fucking right. shit. Looks uh, like you just missed it. How do you miss someone's thigh? He's glimmering. He's not really there all the way. What? Sam, you start to come too after you hear Chuck come? screaming from burning. You see this weird hulking creature sort of enclosing him. And you see it from behind. Shoot it. Yeah. Shoot it. I pick up my gun and aim and pull the trigger. Yeah, 20 or below and you got 35. That sucks. No, you shoot Chuck in the head. That's good. You actually shoot uh, one of the manacles on one of the emaciated wretches. The creature squeezes Chuck some more. Chuck, what's your hit points right now? Seven. Oh. How about now? Oh. Fourteen. I think you have one left. Well, it was nice knowing you. And you're sizzling. We made it through almost two adventures before we're all going to die terribly. I think we can round up to two. Hundred. Right. All right, Chuck, I believe it's your turn. You should probably try and um, talk to him. Injure him somehow. You still have the switchblade in your hand. I was just you kind of thinking maybe try a stab again. Push the roll. Oh. Ooh, that's, that's on you, buddy. You should not have done that's that. That's on you. Well, I have All right, hit point left, Sam, what do you do? And I probably should have brought this up. I have three attacks per round. Go ahead and roll your other two from last okay, round. Okay, sorry. Let's I didn't just even do that real that. quick. See if that helps out. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, you hit so one. Three points. So you took one little chunk out, mm-hmm. and uh, so now we're we're on the new round. And Chuck is blind and deaf. I don't know that because I just came out. Daniel, of yeah. Daniel I'm the one who's currently of, blind and deaf. Daniel's just sort of standing there. I always want to call him Chuck. I don't know why. He looks like he's pantomiming. <laughs> First word, three syllables. Um, I'm gonna fire my last three shots and hope All for right. the best. Good luck. What else? Oh, I shouldn't be allowed to shoot guns. Nope, you should not. Push it. Don't you do it. push a gunshot, can you? You push any roll, I thought. Uh, I think skill rolls is the only one. But yeah. maybe I'm, I could be wrong. Could well, be wrong. it is a skill, technically, because it calls up to the yeah. firearms. Yeah, but it also skill. it also would use up around. So I don't, I don't right. know. We'll do more research on that. It kind of doesn't matter to Chuck right now. After pushing the roll and with one hit point, the creature squeezes ever tighter, and Chuck is absorbed into... <sighs> the acid body, and they both disappear. Should have rolled that backup character. So, Chuck, you wake up in bed. You look around. The room looks different. You're not sure what, what's happening here. In walk two people. It's Sam and Daniel, except they're wearing different clothes. They're wearing weird contraptions on their wrists. How are you? Confused as fuck. What do you remember last? Uh, a poisonous hug. Poisonous hug? From, from your wife? From a 
ghouly thing, I guess. A, a, a ghastish thing. Ghast. What year is it? F- 56, I want to say. I look at Danny. We still have a lot of work to do. Well, sure seems that way to me. And Chuck, that's when you remember. The year is 2017. And that's where we're going to call it. I like the 50s. I'm going to miss the 50s. Well, then maybe you shouldn't push a roll. <laughs> I have one hit point. I have one hit point. I You're a time traveler. And I was being embraced. I, it was that or nothing. I had no other options. That was good. Okay, so that's going to do it George for like, this episode. <laughs> I like the 50s. I'm just as confused as you are, George. Don't worry about it. Before we leave tonight, we want to give a few recommendations. I'll start things off with a new podcast that I've been listening to called Life After. It's a tale of an FBI agent who has lost his wife. She died. And unfortunately for him, there is this new program on the market, a new app called Life After, where the complete personality and the mindset and language and voice has all been encapsulated into a computer and can be synthesized back to your loved one. He is now conversing with his dead wife via technology, and he is so unstable that he's sort of caught up in a some subterfuge, and things go very bad for him. I'm only about five episodes in. It's pretty captivating so far, so it's a lot of live-acting fictional stuff. It's very sort of science fiction and a little bit of horror, but sort of first person that's is pretty cool mm. so the podcast is called life after highly recommended if you're a big fan of night Vale or any of those types of podcasts how about you matt hold on to your pants guys i'm not going to give you a game to play this week i too am also going to recommend a podcast that i recently found called reasonably sound it's uh run by a guy named mike rugnetta who is the personality behind the pbs idea channel on youtube It's his uh, personal podcast, and he covers all things related to sound. It's really super interesting. If you're looking to get into it, my personal favorite episodes are the episodes on auditory illusions, uh, shop-worn sound effects. Uh, There's an episode on the whole backstory of Happy Birthday and the copyright fiasco behind that. And um, his latest episode actually was a super, super interesting episode about whistles believe it or not. Cool. I'll check that out. How about you, George? Uh, This week, I will recommend a game called Out of Reach, which is a survival game on Steam that is sort of like Minecraft in 3D. You're plopped down on an island. You have to gather resources, build shelter, and it is pretty interesting. Me and Matt just got into it. It's got uh, public multiplayer as well as private multiplayer abilities, and uh, it's been it's been fun so far. And they stole a boat full of wood. They stole a boat full of wood. Hey, the dude left his boat just sitting out in the open. (laughs) Safe. We sailed the ocean blue. All right. How about you, Brian? Uh, Mine's a podcast as well. I started to listen to The Boogie Monster. Basically, it's two comedians um, that live in L.A. trying to make it. And they get together and they talk about uh, monsters, ghosts, and they barbecue. Just basically everything that guys would just talk about. So it's kind of fun. It's funny. Real guy talk. And they're very new. I think they've only got maybe 12 or 15 episodes. So they're they're like us. They're just starting out. They're funny because they go off on a rant and they can't figure out how they got to where they're talking about. So they try to retrace it. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, Another good podcast is the Lovecraft Tapes. I don't know if you've heard of this. Oh, no. What is that? Um, Sounds interesting. You know what? Forget it. It's not worth it. We're all dead. Yeah. (laughs) 
That'll do it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Feel free to send comments to podcast at the Lovecraft Tapes. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com and on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. Also interact with us on reddit.com slash r slash the Lovecraft Tapes. You can find my fiction on Amazon. Just search for Jeremy E. Johnson or Sheila Helsing, Demon Huntress. I'm also on Twitter at Boomstick Brew. And if you enjoy tripping through time, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And you can find me at on Twitter at Sam underscore Brewster two. And I use uh, Ham Radio. My call sign is uh, Big Chunky. Pork Chop Express. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for now. Uh, we will see you next time when it's Chapter Three. Who knows what that'll be? Yay! Bye. 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 Thank you. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Lovecraft Tapes.